Hi, I'm Beth Kuehl, your executive career coach and host of Breakthroughs, Smart Strategies for Business and Career Growth. In this episode, I'm delighted to have Kara Golden as my guest. You'll see from Kara's story how she made remarkable breakthroughs into the saturated beverage market. Kara is a disruptor, builder, thought leader, and successful entrepreneur. She's the founder and CEO of Hint, Inc., best known for its award-winning Hint Water, the leading unsweetened flavored water. Kara has been named one of InStyle's Badass 50, Fast Company's Most Creative People in Business, Fortune's Most Powerful Woman Entrepreneurs, Fortune's Most Innovative Woman in Food and Drink, and Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year from Northern California. The Huffington Post listed Kara as one of six disruptors in business, alongside Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg. Kara has successfully navigated the world of large companies and startups in many industries, including media, tech, and consumer products. In addition, she understands retail and direct-to-consumer well. She's an active speaker and writer and hosts the podcast Unstoppable with Kara Golden, where she interviews founders, entrepreneurs, and other disruptors across industries. Kara has recently launched a new book called Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters, it's currently number one on the Amazon charts. In fact, Sheryl Sandberg, Chief Operating Officer of Facebook, says it's a great read for entrepreneurs looking for proof that her dream can come true. It's a fascinating, entertaining, inspiring story of what it takes to go from nothing to something truly remarkable. If you're looking for advice and inspiration to become an entrepreneur, this episode is certainly for you. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, you'll, you're going to love this conversation with Kara and the story behind her book. Welcome to my show, Kara. It's great to have you here. And I'm really curious and excited to hear your story of how you launched Hint. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So you've called yourself an accidental entrepreneur. What, what do you mean by that? And how do you think it impacted your path to taking Hint where it is today? Well, I never imagined or never dreamed of, of becoming an entrepreneur. I mean, it's always easier to look back in the rearview mirror and see that, you know, there was definitely the signs, right, that I would ultimately become an entrepreneur. But I really started this company when I recognized that I had this health issue that I was trying to solve and, and really trying to get off of diet sweeteners. Diet Coke was kind of my thing in particular that was really, um, you know, something that I was drinking way too much of and was causing me, um, you know, adult acne and weight gain and, and lots of stuff that I just wasn't that excited about. And that's when I gave it up and, you know, realized that by enjoying water with just fruit in it, that, um, you know, just for taste, that that was enough to actually you know, get me healthy and really give up my diet soda addiction. And so by being an accidental entrepreneur, just trying to solve my issue around health, that is really what allowed me to go and try and having no experience in the industry or getting over my own doubts about whether or not I could ultimately do it. I Today, we're the largest non-alcoholic in the private company, beverage company in the U.S. that doesn't have a relationship with Coke, Pepsi, or Dr. Pepper Snapples. Wow, that really is remarkable. If you were to select one character trait that enabled you to become successful, perhaps beyond persistence and grit, what would that be? 
I think curiosity for sure. I have not found an entrepreneur every category that isn't just curious and it shipped too as, as like, um, one where you're, you're not so concerned about solving puzzles, the puzzle, right? You instead just are okay with kind of, you know, going to sleep at night, knowing that it's not all done. Right. Like, I think that it's very difficult to be a, an entrepreneur if you um, are obsessed with like getting a to-do list done, because I think that most great entrepreneurs don't feel like it's ever done. Right. Like you can just keep adding on and but you celebrate what you have built and you, you know, continue to figure out what else can you be doing and what other problems can you be solving for your consumer? And so I think that that's like a a definite trait that maybe not really talked about too much, frankly, um, that I think is almost kind of a it's a checkbox. Like you have to be, well, you have to be curious and then you really have to be okay with, with not getting to the end and, and knowing that you just keep building. That's interesting. It sounds like it's almost like this ongoing challenge that you have to embrace that uncertainty and to be a successful entrepreneur isn't about finishing a checklist. I like that, a checklist. It's more about seeing that the puzzle is always continuing to grow and there's more pieces to apply to it. That's really cool. There's a lot of wisdom that comes into being an entrepreneur. I'm just curious, who was your most significant mentor? Or if you could explain how you learned along the way to become as successful as you are. You know, it's funny. Um, feel like mentor to so many people has been, I think is, um, is really daunting, right? <laughs> like, it's like you have to go out and find this person you know, what if they say no, right? Like you're, you're kind of setting yourself up for how you shouldn't go do it. Uh, but is that actually, if, if that was like the reason why I didn't actually go out and ask for mentorship, but instead what I found really um, for me was actually just reading about people that I, that were inspiring to me. And so I would almost feel like I had a relationship with them. Maybe that like is not, normal. Um, but I would, I would feel like I would just be inspired by their story and by sort of how they got through challenges and, and in different areas where I, you know, it sort of maybe heard about them at some point and then I would go out and, and read about them. And what was so funny is I've found is over the years, I would remember these stories and then I would like run into these people somehow. Like I would be at, you know, a conference or a dinner, and I wouldn't even place myself, you know, right next to these people. But like Jamie Dimon, for example, I'd read about, you know, him over the years and was just really inspired by so much he had done in, in the finance industry and how he had, you know, gotten through cancer and, you know, just a lot of things. And, and again, like, you know, that he's just, he's just this unbelievable example where today I call him a mentor. Um, to me, but it was a, um, it was, it was really, that came about because I ended up sitting next to him at a dinner and I actually knew so much of his backstory and why I admired sort of what he had done. And, and, and like, I didn't even know who it was when I was having a conversation with him. I was just hearing about, you know, his cancer. And, and then finally, when I made the connection, 
I was like, oh my, like, I totally know your story. And I know what, and again, that he was engaged in the conversation because I knew a lot about him and sort of what he had accomplished. And then, you know, that then, then he was really intrigued by what I had built. I had built this, you know, beverage company. How did you decide to start a beverage company? Really? Oh, that's really interesting. It's, you started it for health. I totally agree with you that, you know, there's like, health is really important. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what your gender is, like where you live, all this kind of stuff. So we started having this dialogue where, you know, I would call him a mentor, but I think he would actually say that he's probably learned a few things from me. Right. And sort of like the, like the challenges or whatever, whatever it is. And so I, I've always thought of mentorship as, um, as something that would be good to have. I, I have not, um, I can't say that I've actually gone down, down the path of saying these are the five people. Like so often people say you should go ask five people. Maybe, I mean, it's sort of like, should you work if you're a parent? Or I mean, if you're, if you have kids or not, I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't, you know, I think there's multiple w- ways to think about that. It's interesting you say that you didn't have a board of directors. I could see that there were these five individuals who you chose because they had strengths in different areas and they could help guide you. But I did notice that um, you did go out and seek knowledge and information from people all across the board. So even if it were someone who rejected you, like at Coca-Cola, you became more inspired to move forward as a result of that conversation. Um, And I won't take the joy away from reading that story because I think it was a really good story that you shared. But you did say that you talked to so many people and from finding out about the lingo in the industry, it takes time and you had to dig and you had to talk to one person, then the next person. Then finally, someone just said, you're actually running up the wrong alley. It's this, not that. So that kind of, like you say, curiosity really did bode well for you. And it's not that you, from what I understand about from reading your book, that you weren't learning from people. Um, but you were learning from many, many people. And it's interesting to me that you were also, of course, reading and learning along the way. Well, what would you say is the most difficult, stressful part about be, of being an entrepreneur? It always takes longer than you do end up, ends up happening typically by accident. It's not a, it's very hard to sort of plan because ultimately if you're, you know, trying to figure out the consumer and and things like a pandemic will come up, which will like slow down or speed up your business. It's very difficult to actually like have that crystal ball. Well, I appreciate your authenticity because, you know, there's always going to be some factor that could throw the business. May it be a pandemic or something in the environment or something that happens in the industry or a disruptor. So I think the signs of, of that an entrepreneur is someone who can be agile like yourself and just, yes, it's difficult, but then you have to kind of roll with the punches. If you had one thing that you would do differently in your career, if there is one thing, what would that be and, and why would it matter? Uh, do differently in my career. I, there isn't, I mean, I think, you know, I think for me, I've just, uh, feel like I'm not done. Right. (laughs) Like, I think I still have a lot of things that I'm excited to do. So just, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. I have two more questions for you. Uh, If you were to pick one piece of advice that made the biggest difference for you in your career, and that you'd want to pass on to someone considering becoming an entrepreneur, what would that be? 
just enjoying the ride. I felt a lot of things that you just can't control um, along the way. And, you know, if you let those things bother you or, or stop you and, and instead just really appreciate the journey and appreciate that you just frankly, you know, can't kind of prevent and it's a pandemic or do your best and you learn from um, challenging times. And, and that's the thing that you really have to be most focused on. Well, it's clear, Carrie, you did just that in your own business. You stayed completely focused on your agenda and didn't allow anyone or anything to distract or discourage you. And I loved in your book how you give many examples of innumerable people you sought out to learn from, and you gain insight for both what to and not to do. Your unquenchable thirst for learning, excuse my pun, uh, enabled you to build a network and, and learn tactical strategies to launch and propel your business forward. One of the things that I learned about you from your book and that I truly admire is that your agenda was something even bigger than yourself. Your agenda to bring to the market flavored healthy water that would improve people's health was clearly something that you had experienced and you felt good about and you wanted to make a positive difference for others. And you know, from my own research on great leaders, and I share this consistently with my uh, clients, is that there's a common thread for people who really have mastered the quality of executive presence and leadership, and that's having a mission that's bigger than yourself and that you can include other people in that mission. I'm really glad that you're gonna pursue other things and you have other ideas in mind. I'm excited to see what that will bring for all of us. And I wish you continued success with Hint and with all your future endeavors. And it was such a delight talking with you. And I must admit that I've become a huge fan of all Hint waters, but my favorites are pineapple and blackberry. Anyhow, for those of you who would like to learn more on how to overcome doubts and doubters and learn from Kara's experience, you can find a link to her book, Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters, in my podcast notes, and it's available on Amazon. I highly recommend it to my listeners, especially for those who are curious about becoming an entrepreneur. Kara shares her personal story, and it is entertaining, but she also gets into the nitty-gritty of how she navigated unknown territory of the saturated beverage industry, including details that could help you launch your own successful business. Thanks for listening, and thanks, Kara, for coming on today. Thanks for having me.